0: to dig into today's episode with you. So as I'm driving into the office, I wanted to share a bit about what I've been learning with Gabor Mate, um, as I've been a student of his, and it's been a short time, but already mind-blowing. You know that i love my analogies i love me some analogies and i think in analogies and stories It's the kind of way that i think it's the way that i learn it's the way that i really communicate my message it's the way that i entertain entertainment uh is in story and analogy and you know in the sisterhood my my coaching program that i run um, we have a lot of women we have we have had over 450 women come through that program from over, I don't even know, 29 plus 30 countries. So many people from different backgrounds, different traumas, different stories, different experiences with the work, uh, different cultures, different religious backgrounds, different sex, different races, everything, all kinds of things, identifying as different ways. and, And it's this melting pot, this like soup of sisterhood and this soup of, women or anybody identifying as coming together and wanting to make peace with their past, wanting to create the life that they desire, wanting to investigate all of the beliefs that they've been telling themselves that they're not good enough, that they're never going to be good enough, that they lack confidence, that they can't have the life they want, that they're damaged goods, that, you know, all the stuff I went through myself. And so we attract these these women that are like, no, I know that there's more for me. I know that I'm holding myself back here. I know that I can you know, investigate my mind. The, these are the women that come in. These are the women that we attract. These are the the kind of the kind of women that join the program. And when I look at, at the way that we run and the way that we we connect and how we do coaching calls, we do live coaching calls uh, every month. We have three calls and three touch points every month. We do a I do I always do a masterclass in there. I do a sisterhood masterclass teaching of something deeper, teaching of something inside of our group. There's a monthly hot seat coaching call where I get to coach the women. So yes, there's a lot of women. We will be there for a while. I love, that's my favorite thing. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm loving it. I love it so much and I've been doing it for I don't know how long. And I get in there, the women and I share screen. I don't know what they're gonna say. They bring something up and I, I coach, I hold space with them, I listen and I try to give them some kind of guidance as their coach. And then our third touch point is our sister circle. A sisterhood circle uh there's no coaching there's space holding and there's there's a woman sharing how she feels there is a woman expressing what she's going through there are tears there are emotions there are all kinds of shares now it is a highly um vulnerable space and i have been running this program for three years three and a half years almost and i can't even tell you how honor honorable the space is how safe the space is how what happens in sisterhood vegas stays in sisterhood vegas how I, all i think of is safe and we've we not just i but we have created this container for deep vulnerability and i mean deep A woman will get on the zoom and share something she's never told anyone she's never told her best friend her her partner anyone and she'll say it in front of 70 or 80 or 60 women on a zoom and just hearing that might be like oh my god that sounds so scary but that it's not because we've created this environment of of we of sisterhood of i share i heal we heal it is so powerful i'm so proud of my women I'm so proud of these women that join this program and do this work. And I was in therapy for 19 years. I did therapy for 19 years to heal my past. And many people need therapy. Many people use therapy. Many people therapy doesn't work for them. Therapy is not a blanket rule. It's not good or bad. It depends on who you are and what you need. But I know, speaking to a few therapy friends, that they're like, how dangerous that sounds dangerous. What if people get triggered, triggers, triggers, triggers. And we are so funny about triggers. We're so conscious about triggers and trigger warnings and and being mindful not to trigger people. And if you've been listening to my work and you know what I talk about, I do not believe that we trigger people. We can't trigger people. That's like saying you made me angry. And I tell my mothers, I have a lot of mothers, and I'm a mother myself. I can't say to my son, Raven, you made mommy angry. What am I teaching him? What am I saying? I'm saying that you, other person outside of me, has made me feel a way. When we all know that I control, I'm in charge of my feelings. My son can't make me angry. I need to choose to respond angry. Yeah? So... I've said this I have a podcast on this people don't trigger you you get triggered and people got triggered about that podcast a lot of people loved it and a lot of people got triggered and good because the reality is nobody is triggering you you are getting triggered and instead of investigating why you got triggered what is going on for you what's actually coming up for you we go outside of ourselves yet once again and point the finger outside and go, it's because of you. That's why I, it's because of that. That's why I can't have this. It's because you did that. That's why I can't have this. What a, what a lack of power. We're in a, we're in a stance of a victimhood, not victimized. A lot of us have been victimized. It's a different thing. Victimhood where you are. I can't have what I want because of X, Y, Z. Really buddy? I can't have what I want because of you. I can't do this because of you. It's because of you. That's why I can't this. We stand in that place of blame and pointing the finger outwards and we take zero responsibility and accountability as to how we can create what we want and as to how it's our responsibility. And Gabor just spoke in one of the teachings and he was using an analogy. And I am like salivating because I'm obsessed with analogy and I love him. And he said, if we talk about triggers and if you think about a trigger and we use a weapon, for example, because a weapon has a trigger. I was in the military for over 10, you know, 10 years. I was active for eight years and active for two. I was in the military for almost a decade. And I shot M16 rifles. We had Glocks. I owned a gun when I lived in Florida, which is crazy, but I lived alone and I was scared and that was my thing back then and I had one. And I've, I've held a gun, I've used a gun, I've seen it in the military. The trigger is tiny in the weapon. And he was saying this, Gabor. The trigger on the weapon is tiny. So what exactly is the weapon? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a loaded, it's a loaded weapon that has explosives inside of it. And instead of when you get triggered going, wow, I am a loaded weapon and I've got explosive shit inside of me and taking that responsibility, we go, why did you trigger me? Why did you trigger me? Or that triggered me oh i was like in my car just like snapping going yes gabor yes because that's the reality the trigger is the tiniest part let's not worry about the trigger there'll be no triggering if we ain't talking about an explosive weapon that is you you are a loaded weapon walking around with explosive shit that you haven't dealt with and then someone says something and you watch a video you get triggered and it's about it's their fault And I'm like, whoa, where's the responsibility here? Now, I know that that's triggering, (laughs) pun intended, right? I know that that's triggering, but there's power in this, because if you could figure out how and why you are an explosive loaded weapon, that is the power. That is the power right there. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening. I love you. High five. You're the best. I appreciate it. I get, I don't know how many messages from y'all about joining the sisterhood, about working with me. How do I work with Erica? What do I do? How can I do this? I'm ready to action all this shit that she talks about in the podcast. If that is you, I want you to head to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood. Sister is sista hood and check out the sisterhood it is my year-long coaching program for women who want to change their lives oh my god i can't even tell you how good how incredible and how amazing that tribe of women is it will change your damn life if you do the work if you love this and you love my style then please come on board because i would love to coach you i would love to welcome you into the sisterhood I love you, girl. If you have questions, hit me up in the DMs. Hit me up, support at thequeenofconfidence.com. I got you. Thank you for listening. And I hope to see you in the sisterhood. And in our society, Dr. Wayne Dyer, you know, rest in power, my love. He is so good. He was the one. And I talk about this in my book, Confidence Feels Like Shit. He is the one that helped me with my anger and my angry ass alter Shigo who took over and my 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 destroying anger that I had that just wanted to fuck people up and, and lose my shit at people. He really helped me. And there was a story that he said about an orange. And maybe you've heard it before. He said, when you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Orange juice, right? Orange juice comes out when you squeeze an orange. Apple juice doesn't come out. You know, gin doesn't come out. (laughs) When you squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out. Because that's what's inside. And then he goes, when someone squeezes you, what comes out? Anger, frustration, pissed off, guns blazing, swearing, screaming, yelling, numbing out. Like when someone squeezes you, and we're all getting squeezed right now. My women right now are so angry. I don't know about you, but the women in the sisterhood, when we talk, they're angry. There's a lot of anger right now in our world. People are driving on the road angry like crazy because we're being suppressed in so many ways. So when you get squeezed, what comes out? And if you don't like what is coming out when you get squeezed, this is Wayne Dyer's story. That's the inner work. That's your responsibility. That's you taking going you know what I just reacted I just yelled I just swore I just threw a plate I just reacted I just uh, wished bad on someone I just screamed at my child I just slammed the door and numbed out for three days I did not show up I did not take responsibility fantastic instead of blaming someone for triggering you what is inside of you that is getting triggered and how can you work on that and that's what this is to it that's what my whole shit is about that's what my and that's the secret for me like people like how do you do this how do you not care what people think how do you baby i do my work i don't believe my thoughts i investigate anything anything in my body that comes up that i'm like ooh, there's a charge there there's something going on there there's a trigger there i'm investigating i'm sherlock holmes girl of my life i'm like okay what was that let's have a look let's inquire That's what I've been doing for the past, I don't know, 10 years inside of myself. I only started this coaching business three years ago. Those other seven, eight years was about me working through my shit. I had a lot of shit. I would have been the worst coach. I had too much stuff to try to help someone else. And some of us try to help other people. And I'm like, you haven't even worked through your shit. You haven't even worked through your shit. You wanna help other people. It's like you being starving. Standing at the buffet, trying to feed the rest of the room. I'm like, babe, eat, have some crumbs, have a piece of toast. You eat first. Put your mask on first in the airplane going down. You can't help anybody. And we're in this culture, this martyrdom, this like, I just have to help other people. And I'm like, you haven't even worked through it yourself. And we can't listen. It's not me saying it, but we cannot. We cannot take our clients through something we haven't went through. We cannot own that space if we ourselves haven't done that. And it will show up for you. It will show up as a coach, you won't be busy. It will show up in your bank account. It will show up in the lack of clients, in the lack of sales, it shows up. And I think it's an initiation. We don't get to walk people home if we haven't walked that way. If we don't know what that shit feels like ourselves so for those seven years i wasn't thinking about you i wasn't thinking about helping anybody i was like let me sort my shit out and i had a lot (laughs) i had a ton of stuff to work through and i had no idea what the hell i was doing i was paying people left right and center and i'm grateful for every dollar that i spent every dollar invested in my mind and in my soul and in my body and in my awareness and my knowledge in my healing has the return on that I don't even wanna say quadrupled, quintupled, whatever the word is, times 20 million. Times 20 million. I will create whatever the fuck I want. I will live and have whatever I desire. Money will never be an object, a problem for me. My joy, my happiness, in alignment, my purpose, because I did that. Because I did that. So just pay attention to triggers and how our society is, is trigger warning, trigger warning. It's like, you know what, it's not trigger warning it's actually why do you need the warning what's going on inside of you that you're scared of what's going on inside of you that you're worried about what's going on inside of you that is exploding and I'm not saying you got to be crazy screaming and yelling maybe you're exploding internally quietly by numbing out by eating food by being in relationships that don't serve you by scrolling by not paying attention by drinking lots of alcohol there's many ways that we can be explosive You don't have to be loud and crazy. You could be explosive to your life. You could be explosive to your happiness. Sabotage. Self-sabotage. Denial. Jealousy. Victimhood. All of these things. Our things that are already inside of us. That we have decided not to look at. And because we don't look at it, something triggers it. I got triggered this whole time with the pandemic with authority. Why? Because my my mother was hurt by police police treated my mother really badly they arrested us when i was a kid they were not good where we grew up they weren't good to us i couldn't trust them so now the government's doing all this stuff guess who's getting triggered me is it the government is it the police here in australia or is it my triggers is it both i don't know but i know one thing what can i control my internal triggers and if i haven't dealt with that then i'm gonna bet it's me And I will work on me first before I start blasting out who needs to do what. These people, those people. How about you go internally and check out your shit? And if I'm honest, I know my shit is getting triggered. Because I know. And I know, so I do the work. How many people out there don't even know? How many people actually believe that they have been pushed or triggered? A lot of people. So next time you feel triggered instead of being upset that someone pulled your trigger or pushed your trigger and by the way no one can pull your trigger you need to pull it yourself that's another thing that's another thing but before you get upset about that think about why is my gun loaded why am i explosive anyway what's inside of my weapon why is it loaded you could be shooting blanks why is your weapon loaded anyway think about that